Welcome to the Storyteller's Tavern, where stories are served like ale and a seat is open for you at every table. Let's get back to the story, shall we, my friends? Last time on Hotel Elf. You guys, give a moment, reel back, and push open the door. You guys get to see this very dusty, very abandoned, but untouched room. This painting is a youthfully looking male with his skin boiling and undoing itself under some sort of like burn and melt. And then there is the name Johan Chisel Self-Portrait. Scott and Julian approaches the canvases and as you guys start going through it, you start to witness the most disturbing, hellish paintings you could ever imagine. No. No. As is of It would be the closest of the pronunciations to these sentences. Julian's not even gonna attempt to pronounce them, and he's kinda just gonna like take his notebook, he's gonna write them in his little notepad. Can I roll an occult for two things? Um, first, occult that I don't know if this will count as two rolls or one roll, but the first one is if he recognizes this imagery to be associated with any other sort of cult. This, like these creatures, this imagery, especially since there's one specific thing is backstory. There's one specific occult figure that he's seen before. He's like looking for if these creatures are similar to that. And then the second thing is that he wants to see as well if this sort of like this weird, strange language that he's never seen before, that he's ever seen it before in his works with the occult. Okay, um, for these occult check, you need to have a hard success for you to be able to draw any like specific conclusions. Go for it. Um, I got regular success. Regular success. Your best assumption is that these words must be words of some sort of chant or words of power. But like nothing really draws your jogs your minds on it. What about the the creatures and the imagery? Is that wouldn't you say that like I like Julian has sort of seen this imagery before from his path? Is this similar to what he's seeing? I will allow you to do a pushed roll on your occult, focusing on the creature itself. How would I push it though? Just by like focusing on it. Focusing on them, taking a closer appraisal of the depiction on the painting. That is a hard success. Hard success. Your mind flashes back to that idol that you have seen when you were very, very young, and is starting in your uh, road to this research and personal quest of discovering more of the occult and that idol burns in your mind with so 
and you start to see similarities it was never it was not the same creatures but they are too similar to be too too different maybe a breed of the same species or something like with small connotations between an ancestry in some way you don't know you don't know but there are you feel deep within you that there is a correlation that there is something more to this and with that i will give you one point in the kafuli mythos and you bring your sanity that one uh your total sanity so like if your sanity is 99 now is your total sanity now is 98. Julian kind of like seems like taken back like this is probably the first time since his past since his brother got like caught up in all this and then died um that he has seen this imagery again after so many dead ends and he's like whoa and he's really taken back and he then he pushes the paintings aside and he looks at Scott and he goes I'm gonna talk to Daniel Ramirez I do not want these paintings touched at all and I think that um, I might want them in some way taken um, I'll pay for it if I have to but taken to a place where they can be stored safely and then I can retrieve them yeah, we'll just make sure that all of them are covered before we bring Harper in this group. Yeah. Poor girl's been through enough. She's a trooper, but we don't need yeah. anything bad happening to her. Yeah, and then Julian will just, then he'll like, you know, flip the top painting over so that they're all, it's covered and then like push it to the side and then he'll be like, all right, um, boy, do you have everything set up for a shot? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it should, it should be good. All right, um, yeah. Julian definitely looked kind of like out of it, but he's like, yeah, and he'll go, he'll go get Harper. Alright, you guys then start to step out slowly, and Harper is just... I'm just vibing. Vibing, curiously looking at you guys as you guys step out. Um, is everything okay? That took a, that took a little while. Yeah, we were just checking out the room. It's... It's all good for us to go there. Oh, um, do you guys have any reason why, like, maybe this room was closed off? Like, is it unsafe? Um, so, do you know the, remember the artist that we discovered, Yelvan? Yeah. Apparently, this may have been his work. How do you know that? Um, some art of his. Oh, that it was a self-portrait. Yeah, um... Is it still on the walls? Like No, we flipped them over because they're quite disturbing as the oh. other paintings. We don't really want to show that, but... Yeah, we should probably get rid of those. Um, I'm actually gonna have them, uh... I'm gonna have them appraised. Appraised? Why, why would we need to do that? We can just throw them out. We don't... We shouldn't throw history and also they're just... No, I, I, I don't really like these. I think that they're... They're really bad. We should probably throw them out. I mean, I'm researching the occult, and these are important evidence to me. Like, this is what I'm trying to say. And I want them stored and brought mm. away from here so that they can be properly appraised for research. I don't know why we need to do that. Well, you don't need to, but I need to do that. I mean, they are mine. That is true. But So I'd prefer to kind of get rid of them. I mean, we can negotiate. No, no, I, I think that I'd just rather dispose of them. They're really horrible and I really don't want anyone to have to deal with whatever that is. We'll talk later. Let's do this scene now. 
Yeah, there's not really going to be any negotiation in throwing those out. We're just like, oh, <laughs> Sorry, I don't want any of this shit anywhere. This is garbage. <laughs> Scott's just like, it's her hotel. Yeah, are we good to... How, how are you thinking about doing this, Julian? Um, we'll do sort of spooky, mysterious. Uh, maybe tie in some of the history of the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of play it off not as serious. Sort of like goofy, mm-hmm. sort of. These are the spooky rumors of the hotel, and this room is spooky, but we totally didn't find anything in it. <laughs> Alright, um, so can I just, like, run by what I'm thinking? Yeah. So we go in, and, like, the room is dark, so I can be like, oh, this, this is pretty dark, and maybe it's even dark outside, I can go and I can pull open the curtain. Be like, oh, well, <laughs> it's even dark out there. Yeah. And that kind of... Yeah. <laughs> because it's raining. Um, and then I can be like, you know, this hotel has some really interesting history with yeah. it. Maybe not like, you know, make it like scary or spooky because that's not the angle that Harper really wants. But, you know, still like add a layer of mystery, but mm-hmm. make it more, rather more fun than spooky and be like, so, you know, Maybe talk a little bit about we found some we found some art downstairs that you know people came here, painted, drew landscapes, etc. And this we think may have been a room where one of those artists stayed and they left some of their art stuff behind. Yeah, but we don't really want to be bringing up this artist. We don't have to do the name. We don't have to. We can say we- yeah, but then people would- if they come here, they might be curious. So maybe we should not take that angle. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe we could just go for, oh, it's another room and there's nothing here at all. It's a quaint little place and no one's getting hurt. Something like that. Yeah, where it's we nice can, and fun yeah. and- mm. Okay. Yeah, we can definitely There's nothing, because I want people to come here and if there's like, ooh, Spooky story about artists who drew a lot of bad things. Yeah, we can't. People come here. Well, let's instead do the angle of spooky room, kind of spooky, mysterious, more mysterious than Mm -hmm. spooky. History of the hotel, we don't know anything else. Oh, we can go Mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. And then, I guess, they start filming the scene. Yeah, I don't know if we need to really do that. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, just kind of going through it. Unless we accidentally return some of the paintings. Yeah. <laughs> Scott's just like, let's take a look at this. Oh my god. Scott like accidentally like slips and is like, look at this art. Now my big concern is because the only thing that we didn't do were in the room that we're now doing is opening the curtains. Well, I guess just no, open we, them and see what happens. Yeah. Did we need to open the curtains? Oh, we had the lights. But Scott we wants to like it's dark in here. It's All right, that's, that's you. That's what you do. <laughs> Meteorologist. All right, uh, you guys decided that it starts the, the scene by you guys opening the door, right? All right, so Scott has like already closed the door on his way out. Um, I hope everybody else was out of the room as well. Yeah, we've been talking. And so. I mean, Roy could still be in no, Roy left. <laughs> okay. Right. And he like opens up the door. He's like, so let's let's go in let's check it out and like push the door open do a hard dodge roll 
Uh oh. Uh oh. It's another spider. Ninja alien ghost. The black widows. Oh, no. Scott, as you open the, the door open, you receive four points of damage as you are pushed on the shoulder backwards. And you do not see what it is as the velocity of it was too fast. You tumble to the side and you instinctively hold on to your shoulder with your opposite hand, let's say that it was your right shoulder, uh, and you feel something embedded on it. Oh. And before you look at it, you look at your hand and it's wet with your own blood. You then look to your shoulder and you see this six inches iron nail poking out of your shoulder. And you guys see this scene from the other side, from the, from him opening the door and just lunging backwards, going to the ground and then pulling himself up. And you guys see this huge nail popping out of his shoulder. And especially you, you recognize this being just like the nail from the vision of the guy that was nail on the on the tree but i also recognize it because i saw those nails in the tree yes yeah by the end of the nail you see the iconic l-shaped of the like those railroad nails uh do a sanity check for me me yeah actually everybody will do a sanity check yeah, do I have to? yeah you just got attacked by a nail that came out of nowhere <laughs> sanity Oh, I failed. Oh, I passed this time. Yay! Pass. Um, yeah. I just passed. Oh wait, no, it has to be under. No, I just failed then. Oh. I literally got the exact number that my yeah. sin. It has so to be who under. Who passed and who failed? I failed. Two I passes, passed. two fails. Hey. Those who passed suffer one point of sanity. Uh, uh oh, bro. And those who did not. Oh no, bro. You lose two points of sanity. Oh, okay. That's not horrible, my friend. Could be good, could be bad. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe <laughs> shit. So this just unveiled in front of you guys as Scott is so taken back by this whole situation he hasn't even had the time to scream. But the most important thing has occurred. You caught it on film, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, can I go and try to do, like, check out what happened? Do a medicine check. Sure. Heal him. see what I have okay. to do. So Scott is like definitely in shock right now, but he he like manages to like look at Roy and just <laughs> puts his thumb on. Quality. Awesome. Quality content. Uh, I feel like as soon as he does that, he like cuts and like puts the camera down. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna like run over to like Scott and be like, "Well, let me look at that. Let me look at that." And then yeah, do a medicine. That, I think that would be helpful. Oh, that's probably still a success for medicine. Um, yes. If you're trying to help with the wound itself, a first aid is what it's needed for. I want to see what's like what I have to do. What I have to do? Okay, yeah, a medicine check will do for that. Yeah, no, because I don't have like anything first aid right now. Um, that's just that's a pass. Pass. Yep. Uh, it's an embedded object, so you need gauze. You need to keep that thing taut. Uh, with bandages and all, and then 
you can do it yourself if you really need to with a lot of like bandaging oh, and nurse. yeah exactly you can although you know for a fact that most probably would be to bring it to a hospital yeah you know because you probably that's is it rusted very minimalistically Ooh, that's rusted. probably what's it called Tetanus. hope you had your shot hope you had your uh, booster yeah, yeah. He's um, like, I'm going to the wilderness. I need my back. There's update. there's a bed in here, right? So there's probably like. Yep. There's either the bed within the room or there is the bed in in other rooms. But he doesn't want to go back in that room right now. I mean, we're you're technically in the room. Did you come out? You he got hit out. Out yeah. of the room. Okay. I was like, open so the door. Yeah. Then I'm gonna run into another room and grab a sheet to rip up to put around and. As Harp is doing that, um, what would I roll for Julian to open the door cautiously? You get hit by a black widow. There's no roll for that. Okay. You can just do it. He wants to open it, but sort of like, I don't know, like try to use the door to shield his body. It creaks and it opens slowly. Nothing happens. Um, can I do the medicine or the first aid check? Yes, you can. With those ripped up supplies makeshift, you can do that, yes. Can I have advantage because I have supplies? Mm. I'll allow it. I'll Thank allow you. It. I need healing. Ha ha! That's, I think, a stream success. Hey. No, that's just a hard success. Still good. You were able to recover one point of health. Yay. And let's just here. say that it's now stable. It's not. It's not cured. It's not like you, you have a sold in and stuff. So anything can make it open again. But right now it's stable. Can Julian prop the door open? Sure. Um, he want he'll um, grab the trunk and prop it open with the trunk, okay. so that the door is open. Okay. Definitely. And then he'll he'll go and see how Scott's doing. Yeah, I'm gonna be like to to Scott. Have you had your um, what's it called? Pitten? Yeah, pitten shot. Yeah, yeah. I just got it boosted like a month or two. Good, ago. but we need to get you like to a clinic or something. You are not. That is not good um, to be in there. We don't have anything go, sterile or anything. I'll go talk to Daniel, and Julian's gonna go talk to Daniel. You go downstairs. Parker, you're, okay. uh, you're welcome. You're a trooper. Is there is there anything I can grab you? Well, we could probably go downstairs. I I, I think right. we're done here. You, you good to walk or? Uh, I don't plan on walking up there. Hands. So I, can I should be. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> you guys start making your way downstairs. Julian was already ahead of you guys to reach for Daniel. They are outside doing some menial tasks to help more with the preparations once you guys are done with the recording. Yeah. Do you want me to roll or anything for yeah, carrying no Scott, need, no. or is he just tiny enough? He's... More like you're supporting Scott as you're going down, so it shouldn't require a roll, okay. don't worry. You're, you're not lifting the arm. <laughs> it's just like, you know, when I went to film school. <laughs> when I went to film school, I really learned a lot about supporting a guy who got a nail embedded in his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the first things they talked about. Know. It was in the stunt class, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so as you guys are going down, you guys, um, Julian then. Yeah, I jog over and I go, hey, um, Daniel, Scott got hurt. Um, I think we may need to get him to a clinic or something. Um, do you know approximately how far the closest one is? We do have, like, a 
very small thing in the village to help with cuts and bruises and stuff that can happen, accidents. We could maybe bring him there, but uh, aside from that, the closest hospital is at least like Daisy Lake. Alright, um, bring him to uh, your village and see if what they can do, get him patched up as much as he can, and then we'll reevaluate from there. Also, where is uh, Ramirez? We, uh, he just went inside really quick, but uh, no, he was just here a few moments ago. Alright, uh, we need to go talk to him as well. Um, don't go to the seventh room because um, that's where Scott was injured, so we need to double check and make sure that the room is safe for construction. Okay, uh, in the meantime, do you think it's okay for us to start? Did you guys finish recording? Or? Yeah, I think, I think we're done for now. Okay, alright, um, yeah, let's go, um, let's figure it out then. He follows you, you guys are just finishing bringing Scott to the end of the stairs on the first floor as both Daniel and Julian comes in, and he goes, oh, wow, <laughs> how did that happen? Um, we're not exactly sure. Okay, um, yeah, maybe I can, I could possibly bring him to, to the thing, I can do that, my boys will continue doing the... Thing. He's okay, right? Like he's not gonna bleed it, uh, bleed out or anything like that. Yeah, no, I made sure that he's gonna be okay for now, but he definitely needs more medical attention. All right, all right, okay, let's let's go then. Um, who's coming with me? Is just you, and Scott, and Scott, or I can go alone, or yeah, I'll go with him. Yeah. Uh, I need to talk with Ramirez about mm -hmm. construction and everything. Yeah. Um, also with production figuring out what our next steps are, but uh, I'll fill you in. Yeah. We'll keep you posted. Alright. I'll go with uh, Scott and Roy. Alright then. Uh, and as you guys are starting to go in your separates, I want you guys to do a power check for me. Including me? Yeah. Everybody. That was a success with just a regular. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I failed. <laughs> I failed. Probably because... I got a regular... Oh no, I got a heart sick though. Yay. Nice. So both, as you guys are starting to make your way, Julian and Harper, everybody hears a rumbling. A rumbling from the outside. Um, it must be the storm that it, it... It seems to be picking up. Like even the wind and the, and the rain starts to pick up more. But you both, the rumbling doesn't come just from the outside. The rumbling comes from underneath you as there is a tremor it's very slightly but you guys noticed it to the point that like when you guys look to the others for some reason they haven't noticed this tremor that's how small the tremor was but you guys felt it uh, be careful i think the storm's getting really violent uh yeah be careful i mean it's kind of weird i felt it coming from below us it doesn't seem like it's the storm that seemed like an earthquake Maybe, I don't know. Are they usually earthquakes in this part of the... I mean, in BC, sometimes, but I don't know about here. Yeah. Scott's got to say, no condition to handle yeah. natural disaster. I look towards the, uh, the mountain and do like a Scott hidden or sp Scott spot hidden, hidden of Scott some hidden. sort. It's because I'm a little worried. Yeah. And I was actually also gonna say, Julian's like first. Julian thinks back to when Harper was like, "Oh, the 
ta-da! Then he's like, hey, I also painting. Yeah, we also have the painting. I gotta, so. I gotta say, but the reason why I actually said that was uh, before I played this game. It, we, it's not, I forget why you made me look up the mountain. I forget there was a reason, so I looked it up and it was like, hasn't erupted since this time, and I'm like, okay, it was volcanic. Mm -hmm. There are volcanoes. Yeah. So there were. I mean, the mountain hasn't left. <laughs> it's still there. Well, yeah, but it's oh. active. That's what I meant. Yeah, oh, it's dormant, yeah. yeah. That's it. There were active volcanoes. I got a what? Stream success. Thank Critical you. success? Damn, nice. That means you're gonna die. X-ray vision. Black Widow descent. You guys that. step out onto the rain. First thing you guys notice, all of you guys, the river. Although it was still on a constant flow, but never, never like more than calm. Right now, it's aggressive because of how intense the storm is becoming. And uh, outside, the crew is having a hard time keeping some of the equipment that they are doing because they are cutting some boards and stuff for uh, re renewing some of the interior and exterior walls. So they are cutting up boards and stuff, and it's getting really tough to the point that they, they, they're thinking about stopping for the day. And yeah, um, Daniel stops and goes, that, it's gonna be tough for us to canoe in these conditions. We probably shouldn't. But the two of you head a little bit outside so you can see more into the mountain. And the mountain's there. It hasn't changed in any way. You do notice those... Oh wait, uh, yours was critical. Um, Mine was extreme. Extreme. You guys see those same spots that I described to Roy. But it's quite a bit of them. Look like something going down it. Yep, very slowly. Can I um poke the wall and be like, stop your camera? Yeah. Oh, what is this zoom? It's, it's not. It's not really that kind of camera, but it can zoom a little bit. Okay, and he'll the point to where the spots are. Be like, I think you can focus in on those. Oh yeah, I didn't get the chance to mention. I actually saw those earlier when when Scott and I were out here looking at roads. There wasn't. Uh, you bring out the camera and you increase with your zoom as best you can and try to focus it as well because as the the more zoom you go at it the more uh, unfocused it goes oh yeah there do that hey, it's that I never did you have do. a stat and you can use it <laughs> it was good I spot him but I was like no I'm using the camera specifically no that's fair you know what I'm gonna use a points to make that a regular success. Regular success, alright. With that, you pull out your camera, zoom in, has the focusing, try to do... It's still a long distance, but your zoom is able to help you discern what it is. You can't... It's so distant that you can't draw any conclusions in terms of details. But it's enough for you to be sure that that is a person walking down the clearing and there's a person like i don't know maybe 20 feet farther to one side or the other it seems to be like a small group in the clearing you don't know if there were more since then or if there's more now um, the impression seems to be more now coming down the mountain i can't make out any specific detail but they're definitely human and they can help with their standing i'm not sure what they're doing I think we're moving, but I, I can't make out it. People up there? Yeah. Why don't I uh, try to 
Uh, I'm gonna go talk to Romero and uh, I'll see if I can't use the satellite phone to maybe call in and see if there's another way to get spots and help. Um, I'm gonna go. Um, as you're up moving out of the group and Daniel turns to you guys and goes, maybe we would be best to wait out this storm. A sudden increasing volume comes from one of the sides of you guys, which is the side with the workers working on sawing and uh, and preparing the woodwork for the inside and they were kind of like wondering if they should stop it seems like one of the hand saws you know one of those hand rolling saws just like increased in its potency to the point that like it made that arcing sound and the guy screams as it seems to have cut himself on it. Here we go again. And the machine is going through a surge of electricity that is so intense it starts to go on its own. And it jumps towards you guys as you, they are not that far away from you guys. Position. I need you guys to do, except for Julian because Julian stepped out on this scene, uh, to do a. I'm gonna actually say that whoever has the lowest luck right now. I have 68. I hate you. So you do a dodge. Wait, how much is six. yours? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Uh, me, I guess. Do a dodge. Why am I always the one that gets picked on? Wait, what's your What's your luck? Right now, six. Oh, his is lower. No, yours is luck. Yours is oh, 72. Oh, oh. luck. Let's make it a little bit more interesting then. If you free roll a luck roll. Yeah. Oh, that's a success. There's no. Yeah, I, I, uh, I succeeded. I I don't know. I would get like a cool. extreme hard. No worries. It's all good. You succeeded. That's what matters. You guys are lucky enough that you guys have seen that fast enough, and you guys are able to like dodge out of the way before anything bad happens. The unlucky one is Daniel. The thing just jumps. And he sees it and he only has the time to like cover his body with his left hand before the saw gets to it and gashes open uh, his arm to a point that like it's quite a deep gash but it's not like like it doesn't cut off his hand or anything like that. But then the saw goes to the ground and starts getting stuck into the overgrown grass and, and then it stops by itself. Yeah, he's on the ground hurling in screams. You've reached the end of this episode of Hotel Hell. Thank you so much for listening. Your support is greatly appreciated. Subscribe to us on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, and be sure to catch the next installment of Hotel Hell, which premieres every Thursday. To connect with us, follow our social media accounts. And if you'd like to support us, you can head over to our Patreon to join the conversation, view sneak peeks of our next project, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Our intro score was created by Patrick Corton from Off the Beaten Path Musical. The Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition module we are playing, Hotel Hell, can be found in Peterson's Abominations. The module was owned by Chaosium and was written by Sandy Peterson with Mike Mason. Thanks again for listening from all of us at the Storytellers Tavern.